0: Before we get started, are you thinking of creating a podcast or are you a podcast host already? As a podcast strategist, I can help you to launch or relaunch a purposeful and profitable podcast, which will inspire, entertain, and educate a global audience. Simply book in a one-to-one call with me right now via the calendar link in the show notes, and together we'll focus on the purpose of your podcast. Today on Focus on Why, I am joined by Stuart Harris. Hello Stuart, how are you?
1: Hi Amy, I'm, I'm very well, thanks very much. Thank
0: Great, and where are you today?
1: I'm in my hometown, I'm, I'm what I call my home office, or as other friends of mine uh, call it, my spare room. Uh, so uh, I'm here, and uh, my hometown of East Kilbride, which is just 10 miles south of Glasgow, so it's... It, I think these days you can be anywhere you know it's like you know even before the pandemic you know it's like have laptop can travel and if I'm half an hour away from Glasgow airport I can be anywhere in in, in, in no time at all.
0: It's just nice for the listeners to have the context of where you are and where you're calling from so yeah well it's, it's
1: it's lovely and if anybody knows this neck of the woods we're I where am I? I'm, I'm south of Glasgow and uh, Ben Lomond and, and, and beautiful countryside that's just at the other side of Glasgow. So when I come out my house, I, I, East Gold Pride is, is high you know, compared to Glasgow, you know, so I can look right over Glasgow. If it's if it's, it's, uh, if it's nice in Glasgow, it's raining in East Kilbride. If it's raining in Glasgow, it's snowing in East Kilbride. But it, the, the beautiful thing is, if it just, I get to the top of my road and I, I just look out and I can see the Campsies Hills and Loch Lomond and Ben Lomond and it's beautiful, absolutely. And we get enough cold, clear days as well, you know, so.
0: Is your environment important for you?
1: No, not really. Uh, I'm 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 used to it being wet and and quite cold. You know, that, that's, you're brought up with that. You know the, you know I, I'm I'm constantly seeing memes coming up in television. You know, like you know, like this post: If you walk to school in the snow, and we did, you know, you're up to your knees in snow walking to school. We didn't have these parents dropping us off in the four by four cars outside the school or anything like that. It was get the bus if you're lucky if you can't get the bus just walk you know so so you're you're brought up with that and I've 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 worked abroad I've never lived abroad um unless you call uh, Norwich London Leamington Span Farnborough I worked I worked in there those places in in a in a former life you know when I was in in the hotel industry I was hotel management and pub management so so I've traveled around a bit down south and it's Again, being Scottish, I'm not a massive fan of the heat, you know, so I'd, I'd never lie on a beach, you know, I'd rather be walking in a glen in Scotland or out looking over the coast of Scotland rather than lying on a beach or beside a pool in, in the burning heat of Spain or Italy, you know, so.
0: So whilst your, your environment isn't necessarily that important, it sounds like it kind of is. Well, I, like I,
1: it. I, I'm, I'm saying a lot about the environment, about how cold it is and wet it is and, I, you know, I'm not, I'm not really that much of a fan of um, of the sun. Uh, I, I remember Billy Connolly saying that, um, well, a couple of things about the weather, you know, there's no such a thing as bad weather, just the wrong clothes. So that was a cracker that, that went down well. But also the the fact that Scotland, uh, Scottish people don't go from white to brown or white even white to red or white to pink. They go from blue to white. You know, so you know, if if you lift up a Scotsman's arms, it's just blue veins that you see. And I've got a pal that comes up and visits me every now and again, and he says he says you can always tell it's summer in Scotland. The rain gets warmer. Love it. And it's we just get used to it. We don't get we don't get sun We just get rust.
0: <laughs> fabulous well we're not here to talk about the weather although you know i, I think it's one of those things that we can do in, in england and scotland is is forever talk about the weather mm. because it does affect us so much but tell me more about what it is you're up to at the moment stuart
1: uh i'm well it just passed last week 17 years out and on as a training consultant uh speaker coach uh my over those years mainly my, my main thrust of work has, has been uh training workshop training and then this pandemic happened a couple of years ago and training room doors slammed shut all over the uk and probably all over the world and It was meant to be only lasting a few months, so that's all right. It'll take a couple of months break, you know, work on designing some new materials and marketing materials. And then thought this is going to last a bit longer than I was expecting. So uh, I think the the buzzword in in our field is um, pivot, you know, and so I had to get away from the idea of flying up and down north, south, east or west. And going doing training classes and really coming out with much something much more creative. The the content is, is still the same. The delivery mechanisms completely changed. It's now very much more, you know, on Zoom or Teams, if it's a corporate client, you know, they're they're very much a fan of Teams or uh, Adobe Connect. And that's a new uh, um, I've I've put in a proposal for a, a really large client, which could keep me very busy till the end of the year and that's all getting done online as well you know using adobe connect is what they use which i've not used before but i'll that's what youtube's for i'll, I'll find out I'll, I'll have that mastered by friday you know, so. right.
0: i do i do love that, that that it's very hard to find a video on something that on youtube that doesn't exist you can pretty much google and or youtube anything and you is there
1: yes and, and it's, that, it's that wormhole that you've got to worry about when you go going and go, I'm just going to have a look at one video and then it starts recommending. <laughs> if you like this, you'll also like that. You know, which which I think now a lot of what I've seen a lot of consultants doing with their online programmes, whether it's, you know, um, you know, through some platform like Kajabi or Thinkific, you know, there, there's recommendations there. Even on YouTube videos, if I put YouTube videos out, the last thing I want is one of my competitors' videos suddenly popping up on their YouTube stream. So it's all, if you like this, you know, you'll get, you know, click on this link here and it'll take you to my part two version. So I think I think we're all getting smart to that, you know, and, and to, think, to think two years ago, most of us couldn't even spell Zoom, never mind use Zoom. Whereas now, you know, if you just jump on, you don't even think about it, you know, it's... You know, you're getting your grannies and your aunties, you know, online for Christmas quizzes and parties. I, I, for last year, I had a, I had two parties on for my sixtieth. And I know that you're thinking, and I know anybody else that's seeing the the video here is going, no, surely not, but yes, sixty. And I had two parties: one for work friends and colleagues, the speakers, trainers, consultants. On the Friday night, and I, and I got volunteers to sing, you know, play an instrument, tell a joke, MC the event, so I could enjoy it. And then the Friday night, it was 80 people on the call. And it was fantastic, absolutely fantastic. And then the Saturday night, I had just cl- uh, family and close friends, and there was 90 on that one. So um, I do like a party. You know, that's, that's very much me. You know, so I love a I love a bit of a shindig, even if it has to be online. You know, but I think everybody said that. I think everybody said a birthday in the last year, probably maybe even the last two years. And you, we don't go down the pub, we don't book function rooms. It's a lot cheaper as well. And obviously, being Scottish, I'm going to fly that flag. And then when we do all get out of lockdown and we all do, I like back out to play. It will it will be like a joint party with everybody. Everybody's chipping in. <laughs> Everybody's chipping fifty pounds a, a head or whatever it will be. So we've just changed in so many different ways in the last few years. So so yeah, I've I've changed and created a lot more uh, online courses, and I, I've just launched a, a new online coaching program as well. So that's that started taking off. But um, it's just a massive change list which we've all been through.
0: So 17 years out on your own and training and workshops. What is it that you're actually training on?
1: Uh, I'm certainly not of the, the sort where somebody phones up and says, can you do something on double flange migrators? Yes, of course I can. Let me sort it up on YouTube and I'll I'll put a course together for you. I, I'm not that. I'm very, very focused on sales and customer service. You know, and and within that frontline management, I don't really do the exec level, but, you know, for small to medium-sized businesses that maybe don't have a training team, but they need to bring somebody in, uh, that's certainly the case. And I think corporate have, has changed a lot in the last couple of years as well. I've done a lot of large programmes with, with large corporates, and I think since lockdown they've pulled everything in in-house and one of the clients i have had before, they said, "Oh, Stuart, we won't need you for a while. We're doing everything online. One of our in, internal trainers will be running uh, master classes for fifty to sixty people at a time." And that's shock. I, I think that's terrible because how can you interact with people? How can you identify particular skill gaps or challenges that some people in the room might be facing? You know, so so I'm very much a fan of a much smaller group or one-to-one, you know, whether it's coaching programs or online or through courses, Yeah. You know, so.
0: And how did you decide or how did it come about that sales and customer service was your thing?
1: I, I think it's always been there. Um, funnily enough, when I left school, I, I didn't really apply myself at school. Uh, I, I always wanted to know why, as, you know, there's... Will re- resonate with you. You, know, I'd, I'd be sitting in maths, and Mister Van, uh, the maths teacher, with his corduroy jacket and his leather elbow patches, right? You lot, we're going to do in the in the roughest Glasgow accent you can imagine. We're going to do matriculation today, or trigonometry, or whatever it would be. And my wee hand would go up in the air, and I'd ask the question: When am I ever going to use this later on in life? And the answer all back was always, it's part of the curriculum. Shut up and get on with it. You know, it was, It's was those caring days of school. And I, I as I said, I didn't really apply myself that much at school. I, I was good at the things that I liked doing. And I loved showing off. You know, sort of the school plays or drama classes or anything like that. Loved all that sort of stuff. And I, I came out of school. And, and thought I'm either going to be a hairdresser because my cousin was a hairdresser and she used to come around to my mum's once a month and all my aunties would come round and I'd see her collecting £10 off one and £20 off the other and standing having a blether all night. And I thought, that looks fantastic. What a great job that is. I'll be a hairdresser. Oh, you need qualifications. All right, OK. And it was either that or a social worker. And I wanted to work with people, help people. And when I went to colleges, they said, no, no, you're too young. I, left, I was 17 or 18 when I left school. You're too young. Um, you need to get experience. Go and work in a care home or sheltered housing or something, whatever, anything at all. And and then come back in a few years' time. And, of course, I then go to the sheltered housing or care homes or hospitals and they say no you don't have any qualifications and you're too young go and do that and come back in a few years time so as a stopgap, I got off the bus on the way home one day right outside the my the, my local hotel also called the Stuart the Stuart Hotel and I stuck my head and I said do you get any jobs going and they said, I must have been 18, because I was able to serve in bars. Yet we've got a job as a general assistant. And I thought, I'm on the ladder to management. This is fantastic. Little did I know that general assistant was, yeah, you, you, one day you're on the pots and pans. Then the next day you're in the bar. Then the next day you're in the restaurant. Then the next day you're in the reception. And next day you're on the stoves in the kitchen. And I loved working in the bar, because I got to make cocktails and show off. And I loved to work in the restaurant because I got to cook at tables and show off, <clears throat> excuse me, and show off. You know, so I'd be flambéing things. I was 18 years old. There was flambéing things and, and just loved it. And I just thought, this showing off stuff is great fun. And I was in, I worked in uh, hotel management. I, got, I did get up to the Dizzy Heights of hotel management, pub management. And then after how many years? Oh, 15 years, 16 years, I, I, I was then married. Uh, my girlfriend, who became my fiance, who became my wife, who became my ex-wife, uh, she was a nurse, and so we never got to see each other. So I, it was easier for me to change jobs, and there was some sales positions coming up. So I got jobs in sales, and then moved into training. So I've always, I've always wanted to help people, and I've always, I, I've probably done more of that. Um, even I, I worked in Coca-Cola for seven years. And even when new people were coming on board, my boss would always say, well, Yeah, I'll put them out with Stuart. He knows what he's doing and he knows how to do it by the book rather than just make things up as they go along. And I, re- I then began to realise this is training and I love this. And I, it was, I got to a fork in the road, I either going to national accounts with Coca Cola or I go into the world of training. And that's what I did. I found my way into training, and I've been doing that now for, oh, twenty, twenty-five 20, 25 years, there or thereabouts. And love it. I, I wish I'd get into it much earlier. I, I absolutely love it. It's the, it's the best gig in the world, I think. Standing in front of 15 people, showing off, and helping them and educating them and, and improving their sales. You know, increasing sales and improving customer service. And that's just ticks all my boxes.
0: So what what would have happened if your bus had stopped at a different stop? What what other options did you
1: have? Do you know, I I have never been asked that and I've never considered it. Um, I, I don't. I, I think it would need to be customer facing. Um, I don't think I'm the office type of guy. I don't think I could have worked in a, a factory or an office. If anything, if not a hotel, maybe maybe a shop, something like that. You know, but out front, dealing with the customers and dealing. And and I think, it, probably the aspirational part of me would be okay. Fine, I'll stack shelves just now, but in a year's time, where's the where's the leadership development program? And you know, I I was lucky to fall onto the first rung of the ladder in hotel management. Little did I know that's what general assistant was going to do and what it would lead me to. So I went through various iterations of general assistant manager, um, uh, junior assistant manager, assistant manager, senior assistant manager, manager, and it was It's just great fun. absolutely loved it. Yeah. Would I go back to it? Uh, probably not, but... Every so often I'll see these programmes, you know, the I think it's four in a bed, you know, where people go around guest houses and it's like bed and breakfast, that sort of thing. And I thought, that looks doable, but it means getting up at six o'clock in the morning to make breakfast. And that's not me. I'm more of a night night owl than an early bird. You know, if I could do a rather than bed and breakfast, I could do if I could do bar and breakfast, you know, so come into the place at six o'clock at night, I'll get you drunk or roaring foo as we call it up here and then you go to your bed and in the morning just let yourself out <laughs> just, I'll take your money in advance yeah that's a possible but you know yeah bar bre- uh, bam bed ba- uh, bed. I like the sound of that Bar and breakfast
0: sounds great it's yeah. brilliant so tell me about the showing off element. What's what's going on there? Because you mentioned that you like showing off, cooking at the tables, doing the cocktails, and and also just the the general showing off and helping people. Being being in the best gig in the world, as you say.
1: Nowadays, what I've, I've started doing, because the, the, and again, a lot of the a lot of the work that I do is is sales and customer service people, and they need to have a bit of pizzazz. Not necessarily, you know, shiny, salesy person, but they've got to be able to engage with customers, keep them engaged, uh, uh, question them, understand what's going on. And they need a bit of personality as well. And I I like to think when I'm running workshops, a bit of that rubs off. It's it's nice to, if I'm doing work, I I, I did a big piece of work for a large bank a couple of years ago, and on more than one occasion, Uh, senior managers, very senior managers would come up and whisper in my ear as everybody's leaving, it's nice to get somebody with a bit of personality. Um, I'm a big fan, if if you laugh, you learn. Uh, I'll use a lot of uh, anecdotes, analogies, metaphors, all the good stuff, you know, because I think that goes back to my school days. Uh, God, this is like being a psychiatrist's bed. Um, The... You're making me think of the things that I've never really thought about before. But um, but I'd, I'd often get people coming up and sort of whisper in my ear, it's nice to get somebody with a bit of personality. Because going back to Mr Van, this, he might have been the only thing that I ever learned from. It certainly wasn't matriculation or trigonometry. Um, and it was the fact that the way that he answered my question, when am I ever going to use this? Or how would I use this? Or whatever. And I've never used matriculation of trigonometry. I've never, used, never measured the length of a of a hippopotamus, but it's in school days. And, but just to be able to go, I'm going to teach you some tips and techniques and strategies on winning customers and engaging, asking customers questions. And the reason that you would do it this way is because of such and such. So I've always got a, and this is why. Uh, so that's that's my big why you know, and, and, you know, what they're getting out of it. This is why they're doing certain things and learning certain things, so they put it into practice. And it's great to hear managers come back to me afterwards and say, I've just been listening to some of our calls. We record our calls and been listening to some of our calls. And some of the things, a lot of the things that you said in class, they're using that. It's stuck for the first time ever, which is, that's music to my ears. Yeah. Would I say that's even better than the money? No, I wouldn't. I'd be totally lying if I said that. But that's a major reward to get people to say, yeah, that works and it's making a difference.
0: And it's interesting because the work that you do, you don't get to see the instant results because they do happen in a different environment. So you don't have that that joy. You have to rely on the feedback from the line managers to come back with you. I'd love for you to incorporate the measuring the length of a hippopotamus into your work. (laughs) Honestly, that that would be fantastic to to actually know that school was useful at some point. Yes,
1: Uh yeah, and 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 so the whole thing about. um... I I I i no doubt get to this as well, but um, as part of my showing off is concerned, I do I've I've not done it since pandemic because I know the places are shut, but I've done a bit of then um, stand up comedy, you know, so I've gone out and, and in fact, one, my first proper gig was an open mic night in Glasgow in the Glasgow uh, Glasgow Comedy Club, and. It was it was an open mic. People were paying for it, paying a tenner. But the guy came in and said, OK, you're on first, which wasn't me, surprisingly. Stuart, you've never done it before, but you'll, you, seem to, you seem to know what you're doing. I just heard you in the bar. You're on second. And I think I get ten minutes or something like that. And then you're on, then you're on. Then I don't know, a dozen people or something. And he said, and we've got a gap at nine o'clock because somebody wants to come in and try some new material. He's a local comedian you might have heard of him, Frankie Boyle. So my first ever gig, I opened for Frankie Boyle, and guess that's on my CD on my on my website. <laughs> so, um, yeah, and 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 one of the, part of the, part of the routine is talking about what did you learn from school, you know, and and, and so I, so I have I have used the hippopotamus joke before
0: fabulous yeah. I, I'm delighted that you have because absolutely I mean it's just ridiculous isn't it the, the the things that we had to do but some of them just purely because they're in the curriculum so let's go back to this is your big why you said this is why you're doing what you're doing What's what's going to happen next what's on the plan what's on the agenda do you have a big mission or is it just see how things go
1: I've got a much bigger mission now than I would have had maybe two years ago. Um, Two two, two years and probably previous to that, um, the the world that I'm in, it used to be as long as you knew what you're doing for the next three months or maybe the next six months, that would have been good because you you knew that work would be coming in, whether it's repeat business or whether it's new clients as well. Um, And that... B- bubble gets severely pricked in, in the last couple of years because it's not a matter of when I, the, the work isn't there. It's not falling on the. It's never falling on the. You know, you got to work for it uh, to get it. Um, but nowadays it's a matter of okay, find getting other things in place. So there are other ways to earn money. You know, there's, there's a big there's a big line about um, you know, making money while you sleep. You know whether that's you know books, um, or whether it's uh, online courses, or whether it's live master classes or coaching programs, or whatever that might well be. So whereas before it would be much more of a, I've got my training classes all lined up for the next for the rest of the year. I've ta- I've certainly taken my eye off the 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 world of keynote speaking. I've I've done a fair bit of it in the past, but I don't see many people getting back into a conference room with 300 other people and then rubbing shoulders over over the coffee and muffins at break time and then sitting knee-to-knee in an auditorium. I'm sure it will come back and I'm sure other people will say, of course it's going to come back and you've got to be positive about it. I don't think it's going to come back for a while. I think a lot of businesses are saying, no, wait a minute. We've survived quite well over the last couple of years. We don't need the big 300 people in the room shindig and the, all the expenses round about it flights accommodation gala dinner uh, all that sort of stuff I, I think i think people certainly in the next couple of years they'll, they'll certainly be looking at things like hybrid options so it might be rather than the 300 people attending the conference what you might get now is the top 50 people within the organization the movers and the groovers and the shakers that make the decisions and they do all the strategy stuff they will be in the room, possibly with the speaker, and the other 250 people will be sitting in their home office, or said, sitting in their pyjamas. They, they could be doing that as well, but sit, just sitting watching what's going on, not really that engaged, which is a concern. Uh, are they going to be as effective as they were previously? I don't think so. Is it going to give the big rah-rah for all the organization getting together? No, but I think when they do the I think when they do the sums, they need Mr. Mr. Van to do the maths to find out how much are we spending in this and what how much improvement are we getting. You know, it's that I think that's yet to be seen. But I think it will take a while.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you on that. The hybrid audience is still work in progress. I mean, it's been around for a while, but it's just a case of People having the energy to stay on Zoom. I'm, I'm doing quite a few hosting of events in the evening, and and people are literally dropping. You can see them. You know they've just had enough of of being on a computer. At least 11 hours a day that we're now on computers, yeah. which is you know ridiculous, really.
1: Mm-hmm. And and it, it doesn't go away. You know, um, I, I I live myself, and I know that if I'm sitting watching television, my, my phones within. Arms reach. So if I'm watching something and whatever, you know, something happens in a programme, you, you, oh, I've got to comment on that because everybody's hanging on every word that I'm going to say. Of course they're not. But people will comment back, you know, they'll go, no, I totally disagree with you. Oh, yeah, so whatever it was. But your phones with, you know, one of the lines that was introduced when I was at Coca Cola, um, there was a big, massive campaign, it was a new, uh, chief exec at coca-cola called summerfield k johnson the third it might surprise you that he came from america and he had a massive campaign to introduce vending machines and glass fronted coolers into shops and chip shops and schools was a massive challenge colleges workplaces all of this sort of stuff you know you know, basically 24-hour service ideally with the vending machines um, and everybody in Coca-Cola, particularly in the UK, said, "How are we going to do that? We're, we're doing quite well as it is. We're selling a lot of the brown fizzy stuff." And his line was, "We need to put our, we need to put our products within arm's reach of desire." Now you know that's coming from an American, uh, and we we sort of balked at that. And what a lot of rubbish! And it was then, "No, you need to double your volumes and double your profits, and the only way you're going to do that." Is getting it cold and getting the client close to people. That was the same with vending machines now, then, and nowadays it's. I've got my phone to hand, you know. So as soon as you wake up in the morning, you're looking at your phone. You're throughout the day, you're you're online, you're doing whatever it is you need to do. Even preparing materials, you know, if you're not live, you're still constantly got a screen in front of you. At least one, maybe two or three.
0: Yeah, and, and the vending machine, as you said, 24-hour service, it goes back to what you were saying about how you want to make money while you sleep, and essentially that's what he was creating there. Exactly,
1: then. and this was when would, that would have been 90, 97, 98, around about then that he was talking about that. Availability, that's exactly what he was talking about.
0: Mm. So. so the mission is to to do more, to do in different ways, to engage your audience in, in different ways. And you mentioned right at the beginning, again, that pivot word, pivot into a new space and, and adapt and shift to be more creative in how you deliver or the different delivery mechanisms that you use. What else other than your work t- keeps you alive and, and kicking and, and enjoying life?
1: <laughs> Litter picking. But you weren't expecting that one. Uh, I. It was my 60th last year. Uh, within a week, I was diagnosed with diabetes um, type 2, or as I like to say, diabetes FB. And uh, that's uh, di- diabetes type fat. And I'll let you fin- 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 fill in the B word yourself. And I had to lose weight. I had to be careful what I'm doing. So I immediately became a pescatarian. I had stopped eating beef, pork and lamb for a few years because of global conservation, more so than anything else. And when I went back up the road that night, I checked in my freezer and I had one chicken breast. So I had that for my tea that night. And that I'd like to say that was the last meat I've had. It's not, if I go to a friend's house and they go, we've forgotten your are pescatarian, we didn't get any fish, we've only got whatever it might well be, I'll take that. I'm not going to not not take anything, but if it's my choice, if I'm cooking, if I'm at a restaurant, I'll, I'll always go for the fish option or the vegetarian option, which I never thought I would say, and um, doing a lot more exercise. And again, that week, I was out doing a lot more walking around, and the more I walked around, the more I litter I saw on the streets or beside roads or, uh, you know, cage rows, whatever, and, of course, it's people just throwing rubbish out the car windows. And, uh, and East School Bride, I've got a a Facebook group. And I went on and I said, is is MD still proud of East Bride? You know, we were very proud when we were kids growing up. It was a new town. Is MD still proud? Because I'm I'm just ashamed of the amount of rubbish that's, that's out in the streets. And somebody said, oh, you need to have a look at this. East Bride Community Litter Pickers Facebook group is brand new. It's only started two weeks ago. And I joined that, and, and I'm now in the, for, for, for want of a, a better expression, you know, it's, we, it's a committee, but we don't call it a committee. Somebody said, I hate the word committee. Can we call it an action group? So I'm a member of the action group, and we organise big events, some individual events. We've got a campaign running just now called um, the Five by Five Pledge, where we've got 50 people who haven't been out litter picking before, We've provided them with litter pickers and bags, and they will pick up a bag of rubbish for the next five weeks. So it's five bags in five weeks, and we reckon that if if we if we just get that, and we're already getting much much more than that, we will get round of, I, I did did a calculation just on those numbers: fifty times five times five, and it would be something like seventeen hundred pounds of rubbish picked off the streets, and it's. It, it, it's just heartbreaking to see, you know. So, say yesterday afternoon, I was out, freezing cold, picking up a load of rubbish on a a pathway beside a motorway, and, and it's. It, I'm, very, I'm I'm, I'm, was, I've always been a bit of a hippie, not a long-haired hippie, but a hippie, and so the conservation, I'm really into that. Last year, ah, uh, uh, from my birthday, I said to people, "Don't get me anything. I don't need anything." And people said, "Well, we'll make a donation to a charity." And then somebody came back and said, "What about if we donate a tree in your name?" And she sent me a link, and there's a website called TreesForLife.org, I think it is, and you can get a a grove of trees in your name, and people can contribute to that. And for my birthday, I got, I think it's about two hundred and fifty trees. Donated to be planted in my name in my grove. It's all about me, and it's um. In the they they they're trying to reforest the Caledonian Glen in the Highlands of Scotland, and you see these magnificent pictures and the planting going on. And what it, it won't be anything. It won't be like a fully grown forest for twenty years, but just to see on the map that's your plot, and you go, I've done that. I've I'm making a difference, and and I think I'm probably much more into that now than I've ever been. And, you know, so you know, so getting off all the meats and getting get get my trees planted and picking up my rubbish, that's my hobby. And I can't do stand up comedy just now because all the places are shut. So so that's the...
0: and the diabetes is in control now.
1: I, yes, um, I did a second blood test and. We, the the numbers basically went from it wouldn't mean anything to you. Know, well, it might do, but they. I got my blood test results back. Of course, it's all done by the phone now, and you know, drop it off in a box and don't talk to anybody. And the blood tests had dropped from from fourteen mmols. I'm going to ask you questions about this afterwards. Uh, from fourteen down to eight. And even my poor maths tells me 14 down to eight is good in anybody's number. So they were over the moon with that. My cholesterol's way down. Um and I'm much I feel much better for it as well, I'm much healthier and f- fitter. Uh, I wouldn't I wouldn't start running a marathon or anything like that yet. But it's it's got to certainly going the right direction. And people are noticing a difference as well, you know, when I when I do meet people. Um I, I met a couple of different people. Yesterday, when I was out of the shops, and they both said, "My God, you're looking great! What's happened to you?" That, if, if those that can see the video, just imagine how bad I must have looked in the past. But you know, I'm feeling I'm feeling good with it. I'm feeling really, and I'm finding the switch to pescatarian really easily. No challenge at all. The only thing that I do miss is, and obviously I'm off all, all the carbs. And the only thing that I really miss out of all the things I've stopped eating is toast. Cheap white toast. The cheaper, the better. And it's you know, none of that healthy stuff with seeds and all that nonsense. Just give me the give me the white plastic stuff. That's the only plastic I take these days. Yeah,
0: I can't remember the last time I had a, a, a slice of. White toast with a little bit of melted butter on. I cannot remember. It must have been years, if not decades.
1: Yeah, I had to stop off and I'd, I'd pop in a, a cafe. I was I was meeting somebody and they were running late, so I just went and grabbed a, a coffee one morning. And the person on the table beside me, not only did they have the full breakfast with anything that could come off a cow was on the plate, um, and but the thing that caught my eye, they had a side plate with two slices of white toast with thick butter on it. And and even now I'm I'm drooling at the thought of it, you know. So thanks very much for turning me back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, not not guilty. So the journey that you shared today started in the Stuart Hotel. It's 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 in the Harris Grove or the Harris Glen right now with all your trees. Yep. And we don't know where, what's next just yet, but it sounds great. Yeah, sounds well, I, I,
1: things have certainly have been Put into place. I'm. I'm I, I don't know. what I said earlier on, but I've. I've got a, a, a massive pitch in for a, a major piece of work, which could keep me chock a block from now till into next year, uh, with a, a large client. Uh, and, and in the last week, I've probably had about four people in contact with me. And you know, Stuart, we need you in to do such and such. We've not seen you for a couple of years. Now's the time to come back. You know, so I I, def, I definitely think things are turning. You know, there's a definitely think now is there, there's a light at the end of the tunnel, which definitely wasn't there for the last couple of years. A lot of people that I had a lot of my smaller clients, um, you know, the, the solopreneurs and the small and medium-sized businesses. Last year they were going. Our guys are on furlough. We don't know. What's happening? They're working from home. We don't, why should we do training just now when they're not going to be back? And I do a lot of work with um call centers and offices that I've got help desks and a lot of stuff done on the phone. These guys aren't even picking the phone up now. You know, they're and why risk putting, you know, do the training just now? Let let's put it off and let's put it off and let's put it off. And now, of course, it's like waiting for a bus. You know, everybody comes along at the same time. Yeah, you know, so but that's the gig. You know, that's that's yeah you know, if you want if if you want a Monday to Friday 95 job, don't do this, get this job. You know, I, that's it. And and I wouldn't change it. I wouldn't I wouldn't change it. Yeah, so.
0: Absolutely. Well, I think you've done Mr. Van Proud with your your various numbers here with your five by five pledge. That sounds great. Yeah. And your 1700 pounds worth of rubbish per year. And and hearing your numbers no, that's, going that's down that's not, in your that's diabetes. Not,
1: that's not per year, that's just over the five weeks. Over oh, okay.
0: All right. I want to know the numbers for the, over the year as well. Then, please. I'm right, <laughs> just okay. kidding. Uh, but you're certainly the pride of East Kilbride for now, and uh, <laughs> <there's>, <laughs> I love that. It's brilliant. So, how would people get in contact with you, Stuart? They've heard what you've had to say, and they'd love to hear more about how they can you can help them with their sales training.
1: Uh, well. Simply they can either just drop me an email at Stuart at the Stuart Harris. Of course it's got to be the Stuart Harris. I can't just be Stuart Harris. Uh, Stuart at the Stuart And there is a reason behind that. Uh, Stuartharris.com and StuartHarris.co.uk are used by uh, one's a photographer and one's a gardener. And so so it was gone by the time I went looking for it. So I had to go with Stuart Stuart at the Stuartharris.com. And also if you want to know about the 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 course the, the coaching program that I'm doing, uh, you can if you if you look at um the ultimate com, Punchy name, I know, but it does what it says in the tin. And in that, you'll get a, an introductory 15, 20 minute video just with some quick tips on some you know how to counteract some of the challenges that you this salespeople have. And that's not necessarily just people on the phone. That's anybody that's speaking to a customer, whether it's face-to-face or running a team or running a business that have a sales element to them. So that's at the, the ultimatesalesacademy.com and we'll we find you there as well.
0: Fabulous. Well, make sure you use the right email. Otherwise, you'll get your roses pruned or get some photos taken yes, instead I, of getting your sales and customers pruned. photograph photographs training. of
1: your roses. That would be <laughs> lovely.
0: <laughs> yeah, all good. Stuart, thank you so much for sharing why you do what you do. Do you have some final words for the audience, please?
1: Uh, something that I I'll always um well, I'll I'll give you my final line when I give you my final line, but something uh that I got when I worked for Coca-Cola. My boss at Coca-Cola was a, a best boss ever, a guy called Rob Cayley. And we had been in to see a client, at the time I was doing national accounts, and we went been in to see a client, one of the big supermarkets, and he was a brand new boss to me. And he jumped into the car and we're about to drive drive off to go and see somebody else and, and said, wait a minute, just turn the engine off. Just before you go, what's your MLD? And I looked at him and I said, I don't have a clue what are you What you mean. What do you mean by my MLD? I hate people who use three-letter acronyms or TLAs, as some people call them, uh, and I said, "What do you mean?" And he said, "Okay, fine. If you what what went well on that call, and what could you have done more of? Well, that went really well. Maybe you could ask more, even more questions, or even more such and such. Okay, fine. What could you have done less of? I could maybe have done less of this, that, that. Okay, fine. And if you had to do that call again next week, what would you do differently?" And it was a completely different mindset. The first two are focused on what's just happened. The last one is, you know, blue sky thinking, you know, in a, an ideal world, what could you do? And I've used that MLD model. Certainly in every training course I've ever done since then. I always finish it. And, and it's a coaching model, a feedback model, and a self-evaluation model. So even now, when I come off this, I will ask myself, what's my MLD from the call with Amy there? Uh, you know what could I have done more of? What could I have done less of? And if we had to do the call again next week, what would I do differently? And it's a—it's like, it's just the best model I've, I've ever come up with. Uh, and not I've not come up with it, but I have. I'm not going to say I stole it from Rob, but I—I—I I, 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 I learned it from Rob, and I get, always give him credit for it as well. Um, so that—that's—that's that's my big tip and takeaway i suppose the the last thing that i i always love to finish my training classes on uh, is just by saying i'd love to say it's been a pleasure and then i usually screw my face up meaning it wasn't but i'd love to be able to say that so i'd love to say it's been a pleasure and of course it has lovely 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 chatting to you amy, again
0: thank you for listening to focus on why with me amy rowlandson to show your appreciation and to help other listeners understand what value you have received from tuning in today please leave me an Apple Podcast five-star review. Remember, the conversation doesn't end here. To keep it going, connect with me on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook or Twitter or join the inspiring, uplifting and positive Focus on Why Facebook group. All the links are in the show notes. Have a purpose, have a plan, focus on why.